relationship expert Stephen Dromgol is with us this morning for advice. If you're the sort of person who finds yourself in a few too many fights, a few too many arguments, and you want to extricate yourself before things get out of hand. And this is something I think that affects a lot of us, Stephen. You know, like we don't intend to get into fights. You get into a bit of an argument. Things tend to escalate very quickly indeed. Absolutely. And um, this this topic is not a topic for just some people. This is a topic for everybody. Yeah. You know, everybody gets into, um, into fights and some people escalate fast and some people escalate slow. But, you know, the feature of, um, of getting into a fight with someone you love, um, it, it doesn't feel good for anyone. No. You know? No. And no. There are no, win- there are no winners and losers. Absolutely. And so, uh, I mean, unless you're a sociopath. Um, but you know, for the the rest of the rest of the world, it, it's an awful situation, um, and it you know it, it feels like it out of, it's out of control. And one of the worst things is that it tends to feel like um, like it's being caused by the other person. You know, if only they would stop doing that thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and so you're in this terrible situation where where you feel awful. It's being done by someone else to you, and so naturally you can only just try and cope and respond and manage sure. the best way that you can. Um, St- Stephen, then, I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to interrupt you very quickly. Okay, I'm, I'm really sorry. Just to stay right there. We're going to come back to you in just a moment. Okay, um, We've just had a piece of breaking news come through from the newsroom. It is 9 past 11. This is News Talk ZB Breaking News. The Ministry of Health can confirm an individual who had been a guest at an MIQ facility at the Pullman Hotel and has been isolating at home in Hamilton since the 30th of January has tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, I'm just reading this uh, media release to you from the Ministry of Health. It's just come through from uh, the Ministry in the last couple of minutes. All recent Pullman Hotel managed isolation guests have been required to self-isolate for five days following the completion of their 14 days in managed isolation. What we can tell you about the individual who has tested positive is that they've been at home in the Tron in Kirikiriroa since leaving the Pullman Hotel on the 30th of January. They had returned three negative tests prior to testing positive. And it just reinforces the importance of uh, self-isolation. So based on the current assessment of the circumstances around the case, the Ministry of Health says the public health risk is low and people in and around Hamilton should not be alarmed. I'm just going to repeat that because it's really important. The Ministry of Health at the moment says having assessed the circumstances around this case, they consider the public health risk to be low. If you're in Hamilton or you're around the Waikato uh, Waikato region, you shouldn't be alarmed at this news, but they can confirm an individual who's been a guest at the Pullman Hotel has been isolating at home since the end of January has tested positive for COVID-19. Amazing, isn't it? It just shows you how insidious this virus is. They'd returned three negative tests prior to testing positive. Anyway, our newsroom is working on this story. Uh, good news that apparently the, the public health risk is low. That's what the experts say at the moment, but we will have more information for you uh, at uh, midday, our newsroom's on the job. Right, Stephen, back to you. Sorry about that. I just, um, I, I never want to delay when there's news like that that we need to share. So um, back to back to our conversation before. And um, it, it's fair to say that if you enter an argument trying to win the argument, um, there will be no winners. 
Uh, that is definitely a good point. And by the way, Jack, I'm extremely impressed with how quickly you switched topics there. Um, so, uh, well, it's one of those things, you know. You don't. I sorry, sorry to interrupt you. I just you you, you just want to you want to share the information as soon as we get it. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, yeah. All right, I'll just get my um, my brain back into gear here. And <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. There's no winners in a fight. Um, I have um, I have this thing. Obviously, you know, because I'm working with couples and, you know, and they will start fighting regularly, um, you know, in front of me. And so what I'll do is I'll, I'll watch them for like 20, 30 seconds to see if they if they have some strategies that will interrupt them. And then I'm, I'm just going to stop them and say, hey, guys, um, we could try interpretive dance at this point in time. It would be more effective than what's happening here. Because the point about fights are um, no matter, you, they don't get better by doing it harder. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... so um, yeah, so basically uh, the the other thing so I was saying is the issue is it feels out of control. It feels like your partner uh, is the one causing it, basically. Right. Um, and you're just reacting. And then the worst thing is, you know, uh, because our fights tend to be repetitive, there will be that thing of like, oh, you know, I need to remember to do this, this thing. So we often have some strategies and, and sometimes even counsellors or we've read something in a book, oh, you should do, you know, count to 10 or do all of these these things um, but we often forget them right um, under stress when you're in the heat of the um, moment and that's when things escalate absolutely i hate you uh, <laughs> no yeah. <laughs> yeah no so um so and because this is such a, t- uh, a common topic um we're actually doing a seminar uh, a longer seminar on it um which we can talk about later but um but the thing that we wanted to talk about today was one of uh, when we analysed this and we pulled apart, um, we did like a dissection of the fight. Um, we, there are a couple of critical elements that need to be there in order uh, for a fight to um, to operate and to function properly. Right. And so if you can pull just one of those elements out, um, you can effectively continue a fight. Right. Okay. Okay. So. So I just want to talk about just one of sure. them today. Um, and so we have talked at other times about the four relationship killers, and we'll unpack that longer in the seminar. But it's about this, this element called dual monologue. Right. Okay. So an absolute requirement for a fight is a dual monologue, which means you have two speakers and no listeners. Right. Yeah. So if you take a moment, think about your fight. You know, if you're having a fight... Now, it might be that one person is talking and the other person's not saying anything, but in their head they are saying a lot. Yeah, right, right. So, and, and no um, one's actually listening, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And that's really the feature of a fight is that there's no listening. It's just mm. talking, there's no listening. And, um, and what it is, you know, we often get caught into this idea that we have to agree with the person that we're talking with. Um, and in fact, dual monologue is something that we do a lot of the time because um, we, uh, you know, we're talking about something and the other person might be having a slightly separate conversation, but so long as we're not in disagreement, that's okay. We can still do that, do that process. Right, right, okay. Um, but the minute we disagree, you have dual monologue, and dual, dual monologue is a critical element um, for a fight. And then the other piece that we, we're going to talk more about in the seminar and we have talked about in other talks is we then introduce the four relationship killers and the two of those together will create a fight. Right. Um, but if you want to stop it, one of the elements that you can do is if you are noticing uh, that it's starting to feel bad, that you feel like you're getting into a fight, you know you're in your monologue. And one of the things that you can do is you can basically just say, stop, let me see what you're saying 
and just try and repeat back or summarize what the other person is is saying to you. Yeah. Okay. 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 Which, which will feel very counterintuitive. Um, but if you can do that, what happens is because you have to engage your brain in trying to present their perspective back to them, um, it takes away uh, or it reduces your ability to simultaneously mount your own argument. Right. And, and what it will also do, it will help the other person stop escalating because when people are having a conflict, um, uh, both people feel unheard. Mm. So if you switch into a listener position, that will um, that will work. It won't work all of the time. Um, so there's one of the relationship pillars that if you do it, strategy by itself won't actually work. Right. Um, but but for the other three, um, it will work fantastically. Okay. Um, okay. Oh, that's that that is that is useful advice. I know we're going to unpack this a bit more uh, in the coming weeks. We're looking forward to that. Um, thank you, Stephen. But that is that's a really good starting point. I think for anyone um, who finds themselves. Arguing with a loved one sometime soon.